Han Solo is now with Scooby-Doo. I love the way Harrison Ford, he's like, I don't want to be in it. I won't be in any more Star Wars films. <laughs> I want to make Call of the Wild. I want to make a rom-com with a dog. I want to make Call of the Wild. This is Lady and Trump. Yeah, exactly. Episode 28 of Straight to Series. My name is Connor. And I'm in. And welcome. Uh, please check us out on Instagram. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. YouTube, we shout it out all the time. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. We're on everything. We are on everything. Right. Nobody listens to us on everything, but we are there. Yes. Which is what's important. <laughs> yeah. We're like the uncle that shows up, you know? Like, we're there. At everything. At everything. We're there. Food. Our presence mightn't be great, but we're there, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. You know? We put the time in. We put the time in. You get a tenner in your card, you know. That's all I want. I call you by your brother's yeah. name or yeah. something. Don't fucking kiss me on the cheek. Yeah, don't, don't, don't come near me. Don't come near <laughs> don't me. Don't fucking touch me. Yeah. Oh wow. Recently divorced, I see. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. All right. Anyway, that's enough self promotion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We go straight into box office. Let's get straight into box office. Let's do it. And we promise it won't take half an hour this time. Yeah. Like last time. Except we didn't do box office. We, we just didn't did really everything every, and the box yeah, office. Yeah, basically. Spoke about whatever the fuck we wanted to. Oh, yeah. Frozen came out. Oh, s- fuck. I completely yeah, forgot about it. They made that. a lot of money. Yeah. I'm trying to find it here. Oh, yeah, so- there it is. It's on 370 million. Wow. It's not even out for a week yet. I see. For- but, like, you could tell the future easily. Yeah. It's going to make a lot of money. Yeah. Do you think it'll make a billion? Yeah. Really? I'd say so. It's weird that I keep hearing people saying, oh, I brought my four-year-old to see it. And you're like, they weren't born when Frozen 1 came out. Fuck, they weren't. Yeah, isn't that... That's... That's weird. That's good for a franchise. Yeah, that's true. Like, it's constantly picking up mm-hmm. the audience as it goes along. The, the young audience. Yeah. You see, I think if I had a kid, I'd be really selfish and I'd just show him movies that I liked as a kid. Oh, I would instantly. Um, yeah. We're watching Scarface again. Yeah, yeah. Let's watch Scarface. He's three. He's old enough. Yeah. We're going to watch The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. <laughs> yeah, good fellas. Yeah, yeah. My, you're, you're, my, the, my wife is going to leave and uh, divorce me is what I mean. No, no. She's going to go out for shopping and then I'm going to turn off whatever, whatever, fu- yeah. Frozen 5 or whatever. Pe- Peppa Pig Peppa is Pig. going. Just going to turn that off and then I'm going to... You fucking cockroach! <laughs> I'm going to take the kid, put him on my knee and I say, we're going to watch Dad's film now <laughs> yeah. and it'll be the good, the bad, the ugly and it's going to be great. Kid hasn't slept for a week. Yeah, hasn't. No, no. He just hears... <laughs> Mom, you got to shop again. Don't go to yeah, shop. Don't go to shop again. Don't go. We're going to watch one of Dad's films. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway... Yeah. Frozen, Fro- killing it. Not surprising. Yeah. Um, Tell me something I don't know. Like, I yeah. mean, it was this was a sure thing. It's scary that like three and four year olds are mad to see this movie. Yeah, it is. Um, it's it's so weird. We were talking about this because we watched the trailer for Onward. Wasn't that Onward, the new that's Pixar, new Pixar, Pixar one? one? Yeah. And we were like, I haven't really been interested in a Pixar movie in a very long time. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? They're like all my all the Pixar movies in my childhood. I'm like, love it, love it, love it, love it. And they're love the it. only ones that I'm interested in now. Totally. The established franchises yeah. like Incredibles two when that came out. I was like, oh, I can't wait for that. Finding Dory. Finding Dory. Yeah. yeah obviously, uh, Toy Story four for yeah. me was a big deal. Me too. Yeah. I love that. What's your favorite Toy Story? I don't know. No. They're all so good. There's not a bad one. That's no. how I feel. No. It could be the third one. The third one was the fir- was the one that broke my heart in in pieces. Even though the fourth one as well resonated big time, but the third one, Toy Story two, breaks my heart. Yeah, every time. Yeah. What what scene in Toy Story two? Uh, Jesse, when you find out Jesse's backstory. 
that scene they played a full song yeah. I, don't, I don't know what country singer it is it's a really famous female yeah. singer I'll have to look it but up the, it's almost like a, I think it's a three minute long scene yeah. with no dialogue it's such a artistic thing to do yeah. for a kid's movie yeah you know yeah. it's a bold move it is and it's it's perfect have you seen the fan theory by the way that Andy's mom is Jesse's former owner yeah because yeah, he yeah. has the hat and it's not Woody's hat it's Jesse's hat so. there's a lot of theories Oh yeah, for it's Pixar all, in general, that like they're all in the same universe. And my brother just texted me. My brother's been started watching the show. He's just sent me a quote from something I said from the last episode. Okay, just now, my extent of the knowledge of cats comes from Team America World. Please, <laughs> it's true. Well, thank, thankfully, he's not quoting me saying I drink a pint of Margaret Robbie's blood. No, no, that's he, the one that stuck out to me no, when I listened back. He sends those messages to the police. <laughs> oh, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sends me the funny, funny quotes that we make, and then the. Problematic ones go straight to the police. Which is usually coming from my mouth. Unless I'm talking about China. China. Oh, you want a blanket statement? <laughs> yeah, Here's a blanket let's, statement. Let's make some more blanket statements. I got statements. one prepared. Here's oh, one I prepared earlier. Here's one I made earlier, and <laughs> yeah. there'll probably be five more I didn't prepare. <laughs> exactly. No, um, yeah, Jesse's like, and also I love. That's all, a beautiful scene. I love all the Woody's Roundup stuff. For some reason, it's great. I, it feels like I'm watching a show I used to watch as a kid, which is weird. And to think that that was going to be straight to DVD. Yeah, I know. It's not madness. And they reworked the whole thing in like a weekend, the whole story. Yeah. They reworked it. And there's so many elements that I think it's because I've watched it the most as well. Like I love the Zerg, Buzz Lightyear thing. Yeah, yeah. And the Star Wars connection as well. Yeah, yeah. And then the Barbie dream house. It starts with the video game. Yeah, yeah. I love that video game. Wanted as a kid. And that's a bug's life. It's the same. Yeah. um, Environment, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And they fucked it up. They they didn't like do the right... um, calculations for the gravity and yeah. that's why the, the stones are floating and they were like oh that's perfect because yeah. it's like supposed to be on the moon or whatever yeah, yeah. <sighs> really cool it's love all that trivia yeah and i love that like it, there's there's just so many lines in it that i love like when they go by the barbie's dream house and uh, mr potato is like i'm a married potato i'm a married potato <laughs> yeah. yeah he's like i'm a married man i'm a married man the car crashed at the end oh, of doom because yeah. they're in the the cones yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god it's so i just love how oblivious they are to it yeah and is it is it Mr. Potato Heads that gets his um, foot caught in the his gum? His foot caught in the gum, and, and he has to go and grab it. Yeah, yeah, just nearly gets hit by that massive like uh, concrete pipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's the there's the rock'em sock'em guys. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. he went this he way. He's talking to me. He's talking to me. And then they hit each other, and his head goes up. And he's like, oh fuck. It's yeah. great. Oh, we also get to see the guy, the the toy, Al, the toy Al's fixer. Toy, yeah. Oh, the toy fixer. Yeah, he was he's, cool. Yeah, really you know, cool. he was from a Disney short. And they yeah. didn't want it was a Disney chess short, and they didn't want to make a new model, so they just took him from that short and put him in the movie. Works so well. One of the most satisfying scenes in a movie. Yes. Watching him clean. I don't know why it satisfies me so much when he paints the boot. Yeah, yeah. And you just see the because you see the paint strokes. Yeah, and you kind of go oh, Andy's name, but then you're like, oh, it's very satisfying. It looks, it looks great. I like when he's at he's doing the eye with the cotton swab, yes. and it's just like yeah, oh. yeah. Anyway. Um, we're doing it again we are doing it box again office. box <laughs> office so yeah um, it, it it is interesting that Frozen is going to do so well but again I just I, I'm not connecting yeah. with these new franchises it scares me that it's still building an audience yeah three year olds are mad yeah. about Frozen also I don't like Frozen do you think if you had a sibling is that mainly what it is is if you had a sibling that was yeah. four when it, when it first came out and then they're like seven or eight or whatever they're bringing and they're you still along. watching that well also I think like for parents like parents, like new parents didn't have a kid. They're like, oh, fuck, I have this new one-year-old. I want to go to the cinema. What's the go-to movie? Yeah, Frozen. Frozen. Exactly. You're yeah. not going to bring him to 
I don't know. Like, you can't, they, what else is out now? The Irishman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. On Netflix. <laughs> I'm going straight to Scorsese now. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I just think that's kind of the beauty of Disney is that, or Pixar and all these kids' movies, you'll always have a demographic. Yeah, and they're timeless. Yeah. They're timeless. Some of them are anyway. Some, some <laughs> yeah. of them don't age very well. Mm. Um, yeah. Don't with those cautions at the start. Basically, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I still want to watch Disney Be Brave. Put Song of the South on your app. I want to watch it. It's going to be. I hope so. It's going to be. I hope so. Well, since we've been talking a lot about Joker's box office... We certainly have. I noticed something very interesting. You did. So... I feel like every week you find out something I know. new and interesting about Joker, which I love. With the box office. Yeah. So if you look at its foreign intake, it's on 710 million. So that's everything it made outside of America. Plus, look at that beautiful number. I know. 710 million even. It's on a billion and 37 million right now, by the way. Yeah. which It's is, coming close to Aladdin. It might. It which m- is saying a lot. It might inch out Aladdin. It might, just yeah. barely. But what I think is fascinating is the fact that Joker outside of America mm-hmm. without China made more than Aladdin did outside of America with China. Yeah. That's scary. That is scary. And of course Aladdin had 3D as well. And I, I always say this each episode, but mm-hmm. 3D makes a big impact. Now I know it's not as popular, but no. it's still premium price tickets. I, but that's the whole reason Avatar has made as much money as it did. Yeah, two points was it six, seven billion? Uh, yeah. Time. Yeah, it was it was like that. I don't know. I think, no, it's two by seven. Two point seven. Yeah, because uh, Endgame didn't make over 100 million more no yeah 2.79 yeah so yeah so yeah that's why it made so much money and it did have a re-release as well as yeah. did Endgame yes yeah which was very quiet Avatar's re-release was way better than Endgame's yeah do you know that and I think Disney fucked up Endgame's re-release Me too. they really did they put no effort into it no they could have done so much more they could have really got that billion 3 billion they had unfinished scenes in it of the Hulk yeah, it's like people like, just gasped in despair when they seen it. I know. Like, why? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? It's, why? It's, like, why? It's you not literally all the money in the world. Yeah. You're not pockets deep enough. Yeah. They're making banks to store your money. Honestly, to and like, they still couldn't finish that. To, to it's yeah, it's just smack in the face, basically. Yeah. To the fans, considering that so much care went into Endgame, everything like you look at that movie, it's so carefully written and yeah. put together and everything and then to be putting out unfinished scenes in the next is... and here's the thing okay and uh, I, I'll try not rant about this but Fox when they did Avatar yeah. knew okay we've got something special here the fans are going to love this shit like this is going to be yeah. you know there's going to be an ex- there's going to be novels there's going to be stage plays they knew it the minute <laughs> like it made over 2 billion and this yeah. was unheard of at the time so they said well, right we'll do a re-release you know James Av- uh, James Avatar? Mm-hmm. James, James Avatar, Avatar Cameron. He might as Cameron. well be. James Avatar Cameron <laughs> said that they spent a million per minute on the re-release. I mean, yeah. And that's why there's 10 minutes of extra footage and he spent a million each per minute. So they spent 10 million on doing a re-release. So Disney could spend 10 million per minute. <laughs> per minute. Or 100 million. They only did like, it was around four minutes, I think, of extra footage as well. You're like, fucking give them something else. Yeah, come give on. Give a bit more. Give but us some meat. the fact meat. that they actually... Uh, put money into it yeah. where clearly Disney didn't at all yeah. it's 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 a shame especially because you heard coming up to it the Russo brothers were like yeah we have a four hour cut of this film you know mm-hmm. and it's like why don't you put that out yeah why don't or why don't you even be like why not like four hours I know like of course loads of cinemas won't be able to show it yeah but loads of cinemas weren't showing the re-release they're only doing like two or three showings a night yeah. anyway yeah exactly 
It's the biggest movie of the year. People yeah. will sit there and watch a four-hour show. I'm telling you, if you did the four-hour cut exclusively in IMAX 3D, yeah. so you get double premium price tickets, yeah. people will still go see it. You'd go see it, and then like, not people wouldn't just see it because when you think about when a, when any comic book or superhero or any of those properties come what do you get you get people doing breakdowns on youtube people yep. needing to go multiple times to see everything to try and catch everything it's a, ma- a massive free marketing engine totally because the fandom is so massive totally like i before you even know that watch the mandalorian episode you go on youtube five or six videos already what explaining what happened in the mandalorian the history of mandalorian history and all like lo- that. i've been meaning to watch loads of them yeah yeah i watched one recently about kind of explaining all the mandalorian lore I've been watching the screen crush um, breakdowns of each episode. Oh, yeah. It's great. Those are cool. Yeah. I A screen rant, isn't it? Screen rant. Sorry, screen, rant. screen crush, I think it's just I some other website. I think that's something else, yeah. yeah. I've definitely watched a screen crush video somewhere. I feel somewhere. like I have, but a screen rant where the I've, guy's at the... It's like a blockbuster kind of... I've, I've watched a screen rant, a screen crush, a screen cum. Like, I've seen everything. <laughs> oh, I've seen it all. I've seen it all, baby. Um... Yeah, it's all to do with the Mandalorian. All to do, yeah, yeah. yeah. Screen doesn't co- take his helmet off. <laughs> Screen com was especially poignant for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pedro Pascal was uh, some interviewer asked her, and she was like, "What do you think uh, of people being attracted to your character who doesn't show his face, like the voice and the look and everything?" And he's just, and he's Pedro Pascal, charming, kind of humble. That isn't happening. And he's kind of looking <laughs> coy around. He's like, no, that's not brushing happening. all those letters away. Yeah, brushing, and he's got no, all that fan I mail. find that hard to believe. Yeah. I'm like, I fucking don't. If women fancy serial killers, they're going to fancy yeah. fucking Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Space cowboy with yeah. an awesome uh, motorcycle helmet. And a flamethrower. I'm, I'm talking myself into his pants right yeah, now. I'm me like, too. okay, I'll me fuck too. him. No, helmet on. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's no, it. No, no, no. It's like Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd never takes his helmet yeah. off. You know, it's I don't know. unless it's Stallone. Unless it's Stallone. I am the law. I am the law. <laughs> I was so I watched. My dad used to quote that all the time. Oh yeah, he loved that movie. Loved it. <laughs> and he used to go like he'd be jokingly say, but like, go up to bed. And I'm like, mm. no. And he go, I am the law. Yeah, go up law. to bed. <laughs> That's the re- uh, whatever his name is. The other who's the other actor in that? Rob Schneider. Oh, Rob Schneider's in that. Rob Schneider is. That's all I can... He's a stapler. He's a stapler. Yeah. Um, I actually... I was watching clips from that movie recently, and I, I liked it as a kid, and it's not a good movie, no. but I was like, the practical effects in this movie are really fucking good. Pretty good. I've watched it as a kid and enjoyed it, but I haven't revisited it. That in killer robot in it... You know the the big like Terminator looking one? No, like, I can't remember. It's like all practical effects. Is it? And, and you watch him and he like boots up and he does it and it's like, man, I actually really miss when movies did this, you know? When was it made? I want to say 1990 something. If I just... 1995, oh, wow. Okay. I was going to say mid 90s. <laughs> the suit actually is pretty excellent, isn't it? It's more comic accurate than the Dread one. Yeah, even though the Dread one is such a good movie. It is cool. Look at the cock piece on him. I didn't see that. <laughs> that's a bad look. My that, God. That's a really bad angle. <laughs> or a good angle, depending yeah. on how you, he looks you like, look at it. He that's looks, some groin guard. Yeah, he looks like he smelled something off. <laughs> he looks like that in the whole movie. That's true. But there, then there's the guy who's like made of skin as well in it. There's just some really good practical effects in that movie. Oh, you got the hot dread as well. Oh, yeah. Or the hot judge, I should, yeah. should say. Hot judge. It's just a woman with a judge helmet on, and you're like, that's yeah. a hot judge right <laughs> yeah, there. Know. Oh, it's yeah. Diane Lane. I did not know that. What the fuck? 
and I want to go on record as saying still would still would yeah, me still too. would Bam. still got some pep in her step she certainly does anyway here we should go back to Joker we should because um, I said right so Aladdin it, it beats Aladdin internationally I just thought that was fascinating it is a uh, Disney reboot live action reboot which is all the craze right now yeah and yeah. um, made more money internationally Toy Story it made more money out of outside of America than, than Toy Story 4 crazy it made more than Captain Marvel and that's including China and 3D yeah. for Captain Marvel and still made more than it. That's scary. And you know what? If you minus um, China from Spider-Man Far From Home, it, it makes, makes more. more. Amazing. So essentially per population, you're talking more people went to see Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, sorry, more people went to see Joker than Aladdin, Toy Story 4, Captain Marvel and Spider-Man Far From Home. Crazy. Like That is scary. That is scary. That... Uh I mean, it's a it's a statement to the quality of the movie. Um, yes. But we're going to get into this in news. You can understand why DC are making some certain decisions There's at this point. There's massive ripple effects. Yeah. Now, DC and Warner Brothers are the exact company that would be like, okay, every movie's going to be like Joker now. Wait a minute. You, know? you like that? Make them all like but that. But they're so confused now because yeah. Aquaman was a massive success. And yeah. that's the completely other end of the spectrum. Yeah. That's the Disney arena. They're sitting there like, I don't understand. What the fuck? Does Aquaman kill people now? We've made made a movie, two movies that are different, and they were both successful. What What do we do? do? We've got to do something in the middle, and that's what's going to fuck up, basically. Yeah, exactly. We just get absolute trash. No, we can't have diversity in our films. Otherwise, people Mm -hmm. won't like them. What if we we make a diverse film and no one likes it? But how do we build a franchise on that? How do we build a franchise on that? What do we do? If we make it, will they come? Yeah, will they come? If you build it, they will come. Yeah, so I, they're they're in a weird position now because yeah. Aquaman is literally what it, it's the Marvel template. Yeah, and I love the actually no, John, we'll wait and get into it later on. Yeah, we'll get into it later. Teaser. Ooh, that Check means you back have to, later. That means you have to listen. You gotta keep watching. You gotta keep watching. Please keep watching. Yeah, and uh, how's Charlie's Angels doing? I wanted to say oh, before we before let's we finish, scroll down. Yeah, let's go let's down. Scroll down further. Okay, hang on. We're in 238 million. Scroll Surely it's there. Down oh. further. Well, we're still in 100 million, so it'll be there somewhere. We're going past. Angel has fallen. Okay, Just okay. Angry give Birds some too. Context. Uh, Dora and the Lost City of Gold, live action Dora movie. We're yeah. past there. Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Didn't do very well. Ford versus Ferrari. That's Ford not versus Ferrari. Doing great. Yeah, but that's an awards Oscar awardy yeah, deep movie. Okay, Rambo Last Brut. Midway. Oh, Midway. Okay, so we're out of the hundred thousands now. Actually, while we're passing Midway, excuse me, we're Midway down the list as well. Hey. So Midway is on ninety-two million, mm-hmm. cost a hundred million to make. So Good. this this was number one at the weekend that Doctor Sleep came out. It beat Doctor Sleep, and it's still failing. Oh. Isn't that scary? That is scary. So that came number one on the weekend it came out, and it still hasn't made back its budget. And essentially, it's a it's a failure. Yeah. Even if it makes two hundred million, it's a failure. Good. We're down past Rambo Last Blood. Yeah, A Dog's Journey. We're going down there. Happy Death Day to you. Not a bad film. I haven't seen the sequel. Oh, fuck. Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep. Mm. Limping past 62 million there. Ma. I don't know if that's meant to be good or not. Long Shot. That's not meant to be a bad film. No, but... I'm looking at the... What crushed Long Shot? It was Endgame, wasn't it? Endgame crushed Long Shot. Absolutely crushed it. There's Hellboy at 44 million. Wow. And just below Charlie's Angels. There we go. Right below 44 Hellboy. Four million. That seems apt, doesn't it? 
being right below Hellboy. Yeah, now it will pass Hellboy, but still, yeah. it's on 14 million in America. That's bad. That's so, so bad. Wait, is it? No, it's on... F- oh, so it is. It's on yeah, 14 fuck. million domestically. It's on 44 worldwide. Damn, why is it... Can- I wonder why it's more popular worldwide. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, because Charlie's Angels is an American yeah. commodity. Right? Yeah, that's what's strange. Yeah, but still, 14 million domestically. Bad. And here, there's an important thing about this. Mm-hmm. Um, domestically, like, so your American box office is the most important one because mm-hmm. that's the money that goes mostly straight to, to you. the studio. Where when you see like say Fast and Furious make three hundred million, mm-hmm. do you know Universal probably gets around one hundred fifty million of that? Yeah, because you have to make massive deals with um a Chinese distributors. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and of course China especially because China's so strict that they're like, totally. oh, we're getting half of that. Oh but yeah, that's why a lot of these movies now are getting Chinese investors, mm-hmm. like Pacific Rim too. Yeah, exactly, because they know it's going to be a big hit in China. Not to be confused with two specific rims. No, no, exactly the porn parody. Porn. Yes, yeah. Very specific grins. It's actually not a porn parody, but I think it should be. It should be, be. Yeah. absolutely. It's like shaving Ryan's privates. Mm. It's too good not to make. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Harry Plopper and Harry all that. Harry Plopper, yeah, exactly. Um, Child's Play, you can just leave that as that is. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Little, you can leave that as it is. Yeah. We can just go through. Long shot. Long shot. Leave that. Yeah. <laughs> Ready, Ready or, or not, not as well. Yeah. yeah. Ma. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, We're good. White Snake. <laughs> White Snake. <laughs> Doctor Sleep. Sleep. Yeah. Yeah. It works so well. Oh, happy death day to you. Oh, Breaks the trend. That's. Uh, War. Exit after a dog's journey. <laughs> just put all them together. A dog's journey. <laughs> exit after a dog's journey. Yeah. yeah. What men want. What that's men perfect. Want. We could go on and yeah. on and on. Uh, Medea family funeral. Yeah. That says it. That, that says, says it all. all. Right, will we move on? Yes, let's move on to reviews. 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 So we don't really have any review except I watched Daybreak. Daybreak, on yeah. On Netflix, a Netflix you, TV series. Yes, the most woke show. You'll ever fucking see. <laughs> it's, it's exhausting. It's I'm, exhausting. I'm tempted to watch it in the way that people are like, you should watch Riverdale. It's really good, bad TV. And Yeah, I be- watched a few episodes and I was like, that guy does have some good shirtless scenes. I'm that sure. They keep talking about. I'm that sure. Dude. And people describe it to me and I'm like, that doesn't sound bad enough to warrant me watching. Yeah, it's really attractive people talking to each other on camera. Like, that's what... They're so... Everyone's a model. Yeah. Everyone's a model. Is this Daybreak now or... Uh, oh, um... Riverdale. Riverdale, Riverdale, Riverdale still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but Daybreak, as you're describing it to me, it sounds like the perfect slice of not being self-aware and hilarious or at the trying same time. to be super self self-aware and super pc no i don't think it's self-aware it's being woke as in self oh, right, right. like if from the sounds of it if they were trying to be woke and self-aware at the same time they would be making fun of themselves for oh, the characters you. in yeah, it yeah. you know what i mean Where i think they think they're making all these amazing breakthroughs breakthroughs and yeah. they're being so they're, oh, they're just breaking down the wall man yeah, yeah where it makes no sense taking it to the man everyone is so extremely sensitive mm-hmm. even the bullies i was saying yeah are sensitive where someone makes like a derogatory term like a comment about i think someone's sexuality and the guy's like hey man we don't do that anymore yeah you were so like what, you just shove their heads down a toilet but you don't make like bad remarks about yeah. their sexuality yeah I, th- I might even be getting that wrong it could, might be even something lighter 
than their sexuality. It could be just the way they look. Like, I, you look a bit chubby there or something yeah. like that. It's like, hey, man, we don't do that. Weren't you saying, like, the main jock in it also happens to be... Is it the main bully or the main jock? The main bully slash jock... Is gay. Is gay. Okay. And it just... It doesn't work for the character because you know exactly what they're trying to say. Yeah. It's like, hey, anybody could be gay. You don't need to be kind and sensitive and feminine to be gay. And I'm like, I get what you're doing. Yeah. But get the shit out of my face. Yeah. Oh, his... His father in it is... Oh, it's probably a spoiler, but honestly, you don't need to see it. It's uh, Deathstroke. Uh, Joe... Oh. I can't say his second name. Yeah. Man- Manganello. That's it. Yeah, his dad is him. Yeah. Dude. He, he only makes a little little okay. appearance, but I was like, hey... Because he's, he's in a photograph, he's in a portrait, mm-hmm. so you get to see the gay jock with his dad. And, okay. and I went, oh... That's cool that they used him, yeah. but there's no way he's going to be in it. And then it, there's kind of like a little shock scene where you're like, oh, he's actually in it. Joe Manganiello is a cool guy. He's a very cool guy. He runs a D&D game with loads of other famous people in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, he has them over all the time. Best thing about um, Magic Mike 2. Yeah. He is the best scene. Do you want to know who's a huge D&D nerd? Who? Also in Daredevil. Girl who plays Karen. Really? Deborah Ann Wall. Huge D and D nerd. She's lovely. She is. She's, she's so. She seems so tall. Yeah. But I love her. She's a huge D and D. I climbed that tree. She's a huge D and D nerd, and her husband is blind. Is actually blind. Oh really? So yeah. they have a shot. Like. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so. there you go. But uh, he also runs. I have a shot with him as well. Another another WWE star who's a big D and D nerd. The Big Show. And Ronda Rousey. And Ronda Rousey. Both of them love. D&D as well yeah, yeah. so Joe Manganiello is a big proponent of it Dungeons and Dungeons and Dragons yeah. who's not as nerdy Sorry, as Connor I, I won't uh, I, I won't abbreviate because that's just for the cool people <laughs> in the audience you know no but uh, yeah, su- I, for a second I had to think what D&D was oh, I was okay. like yeah, it, yeah. It's the thing they I was play. Like B- BBW. Here. I was thinking in my head. <laughs> here's, here, here's how I'll, I'll make it I'll make it aware it's the thing the kids play in Stranger Things that's what it is yeah that's that, good that's, that's how you explain it to people right there, yeah. yeah so there you go but uh, that's cool that he's in it for yeah. A, that was a that was the highlight of the yeah. whole show. I was like, ah, that stroke. <laughs> and he's married to Sofia Vergara. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Lucky guy. Poppy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So yeah. So it's just a super woke. You were saying you were describing the scene to me, and it sounds like it should be self-aware, but it isn't. The co- the consent scene that you were describing that to me fucking pissed me off so much. It was like yeah. two seventeen-year-olds, two attractive seventeen-year-olds. Guy and a girl. 17-year-olds. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're probably like 21 <laughs> or whatever. 35-year-old <laughs> yeah, playing, actors yeah. playing 17-year-olds. Oh, what's that vampire series with Dylan O'Brien? Oh, uh, uh, oh no, Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. Yeah, yeah, man, they ain't teens. That's adult wolf all the way. Yeah, yeah. I was only watching that and I actually kind of liked it. I don't know. It's a guilty <laughs> pleasure. But in season five, there's a female yeah. who I think is 29 okay. playing a 17 to 18-year-old who's just finishing high school. I just don't believe it. And once you read it, you're like, oh, I fucking see that. Yeah. I can see that this is clearly a woman. She yeah. could have children and a mortgage. Yeah, yeah. And I, she's like, I'm just finishing high school. I never understood that show because everyone's like oh my god you should watch Teen Wolf Dylan O'Brien is amazing and I'm like oh he must be the Teen Wolf he isn't he isn't and yeah he steals the show which says a lot about yeah, how good he is in that's it, true. Though. he is really good in it anyway um, what was I going to say back to Daybreak this consent yeah, scene are we, are no we... I want to talk about Teen Wolf <laughs> maybe next time I have been <laughs> yeah. tempted to watch it before Tyler Posey lead guy in it becomes likeable becomes <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty bad at the start okay. Dylan O'Brien is such a standout in it. sorry I'm actually talking about oh, Teen yeah. Wolf now that the lead 
is there making the show while Dylan O'Brien has to take breaks to go do his own franchise. Oh, okay. You know, the Maze Runner. Yeah. You know, that shows how the, the secondary character is the breakout star. I want Dylan O'Brien to be in something that I like because he seems like a cool guy and a yeah. likable and a good actor. So I want him to be in something where I will have crossover. Sure. I don't particularly want to watch Teen Wolf, but I might. It's, it's okay. Yeah. I watched it while working out. I yeah. actually watched all five seasons while working oh, out. Oh, yeah, you I work saying, out, by the way, guys. Oh, yeah, Ian works out. Ian watches terrible shows while he works out. Yeah. And sometimes you stumble across a show you think will be terrible, and you have to not watch it when you're working out because it's too good. Yeah, because I just end up standing there watching the whole thing. Yeah. Like, oh, this is... Fuck, fuck. What was I supposed to be doing? Yeah, reps. Yeah, 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 reps. Yeah, exactly. I, I watched all the Fringe five seasons mm-hmm. as well. But we were talking about Daybreak. Yeah, yeah. consent scene. Consent scene, yeah. Oh, it pissed me off so much. Two good-looking, supposable 17-year-olds yeah. about to have sex. And the guy, mm-hmm. not even the girl, the mm-hmm. guy goes, wait, um, do, do, do you consent to this? Now, she's fucking straddling him. She's ready to go. Mm-hmm. She, you can you can hear the waves crashing in her pants. Like, <laughs> she No, she wants it. Like, yeah. she really does. She's the instigator. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, wait, wait, hold on, honey. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to do this? And then she's like, oh, I got the consent app on my phone. Consent app, and then I'm gonna look for it in the app store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to get that. Yeah. Can you re- retrospectively use it? You know, <laughs> so I'm like, look, she f- fucking consent. <laughs> I'm gonna put it in and make it look like I've had more sex than I have. Consent, uh, consent form app. Here we go. And then what I hated about it was then he looks at her phone and she's had over twenty lovers. Okay. And she's supposed to be sixteen, seventeen, mm-hmm. and he kind of has a knee jerk reaction. And then it's all about slut shaming. I'm okay. like, if she was my daughter and I seen she had slept with over 20 different people. Totally. And she's 16 to 17. Yeah. I would not be happy. It's also like, oh, it's so. Get your it's, slutty ass out of my house. But it'd be the same thing if the dude. Under my roof. Exactly. Under my fucking roof. <laughs> it'd be the same thing if the dude took it out and he had like 20 people. You'd be like, what a, like, he's a slut. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. He's fucking a lot of people. Here, um, I forgot to say to you, and I, I just re- uh, remembered yeah. that in the app you can say what you want and what you allow. Oh, yeah! Oh, Instantly, just... I'd be like, "Fucking check anal." Yeah, check. Check yeah. that box. Tick. And yeah. then she'd be like, "Whoa, whoa, what are you doing?" I'm like, "You checked it. <laughs> you you checked, checked the box. It. Check the box." It's like, yeah, uh, it's. I like... want to start and end with that. Ah, oh, here we go. I found it. Um, it's like um. It's like uh, in the Terms and Conditions, you know, the South Park episode with the apple, with the Terms and Conditions. And the whole joke is that, like, yeah, it's like the joke is that no one obviously reads those. They just click consent. But the joke is that Kyle, it's like, you didn't read them. Why did you click them if you didn't read them? You know, (laughs) there's all these crazy Terms and Conditions. Yeah. yeah. Actually, speaking of anal, Mm -hmm. let's give Rory a shout out. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. That's your shout out, Rory. (laughs) I don't understand the connection there. (laughs) No, me either. I just fucking want it. Rory's our biggest fan. Yeah. So there you go. I have to set up an account for Consensi. You're actually looking at this. Oh, I downloaded the app. Oh, you've, wow. It's a whole thing. Now, fuck it. I'm going to set up the app while we do this. <laughs> I'm going to belch away from the mic. Good idea. So, yeah. So she shows her phone and he slut shames her because she's... A he does, si- do you know, he doesn't even slut shame her. He just kind of goes, whoa, wait, hold on. How many? And yeah. it's over 20. Yeah. And then she's really pissed off and goes off on a rant. It is kind of like... I would feel the same if a girl showed me the consent app and I was like, I, not only do I recognize some of these names, there's a lot yes. of names. And you know? it's all guys from his school yeah. as well. So he's a bit like, what? You were with the vice principal? Well, that wasn't in it, but you know, 
Actually, the principal is Matthew Dad. Broderick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What? Yeah, Matthew Broderick is the Matthew principal. Matthew Broderick, yeah, is you the principal s- in it. You were saying they're going for this, like, Ferris Bueller style. And that's what drew, drew me to it. Mm-hmm. A guy in work said, uh, Michael, mm-hmm. who definitely is not listening to this. You know Michael no. used to work with us? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, he was, like... He's in his mid thirties and he was like, he's got family and all. And he was like, this is really good. He told oh, me to watch it. Okay. So I really, he does not seem like the type of guy that would watch this. But anyway, yeah. Once he they break the fort wall straight away, and I was like, oh, that's why Matthew Broderick's in this. Gotcha. The connection to Fer- Ferris Bueller's yeah. Day Off, and it's quirky like Ferris Bueller's mm-hmm. Day Off, where like it's it is trying to be self aware about things and go, oh, I understand, guys, what we're trying to do there. Like he even do like a stinger at the end, mm-hmm. and then they'll go. Yeah, that was this, like they'll break the fort wall and go. Oh, I know. We just did that. Oh, oh my okay. god! Well, tune in next. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, you do yeah. Some sort of silly they're, things like that. They're self-aware, but in the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. and it would be cool if it was good, <laughs> but it's not. I said that about a lot of TV shows. Yeah. Man, this would be really cool if this was good. Yeah, but it's not. Next time I see my girlfriend, I'm going to make her sign up to this consent app. I right. wonder if it has the terms and conditions where you can tick what's allowed and what's not. <laughs> If it is, I'm not going to show her. No? <laughs> no, obviously. Obviously I will. Then you know where you stand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, Hang on, I'm setting up my account now. Oh, here, do it afterwards. Okay. <laughs> no, I just have to put in my email. Um, Submit. Okay, there we go. It's all set up. This is going to be great. <laughs> this is going to be something I definitely don't delete the second I go <laughs> home. Um, Yeah, but then you were saying there's another scene right afterwards where they order pizza... And the girl yeah. tries to fuck the pizza guy, or or alludes to. Yeah. So, uh, and then it's supposed to be okay. Are we not meant to judge her? Is that empowering? Is that is I that think why? It's supposed to be so. She, they order food. Yeah. And this is just before her and the the young guy is about to fuck. Yeah. And she's literally straddling him on the couch. Mm-hmm. Doorbell goes. I like how we do a knock for the doorbell. Doorbell. <laughs> That's how I ring doorbells. Doorbell. <laughs> doorbell. Doorbell. Ring a ding ding. <laughs> Um, and uh, bellboy um, <laughs> that wouldn't fly on daybreak what no. we just did there oh not at all no. um, yeah so the guy comes in okay. but she goes oh can you just put the food in, in the kitchen there mm-hmm. and the guy is sitting there like semi going yeah. what the fuck is going on here I've been there uh, what's going to happen Yeah. and she kind of starts oddly flirting with the with the delivery man and kind of going oh just put them there and the guy's looking at her the delivery man is a bit like what what is going is on? There a threesome? Is there Am I supposed to be involved yeah. in this threesome? And the kid's sitting there on the couch, fully erect, going like, uh, what, what? Is she about to fuck him? Are we <laughs> about to fuck him? And then the guy leaves, and she's like, oh, what did you think of that? And the, the guy just doesn't know what to say. And I'm watching this kind of going, kick her out. Yeah. What the fuck? Do you think she's into cooking? Media alert. Yeah. yeah. Do you think she's into cooking? Mm. Uh, maybe that's it. You watch. Yeah. I, want I ain't paying for this food. <laughs> I got a hole in this pizza or for a she's reason. She's paying with flesh. She's paying with the flesh. It is the oldest profession. <laughs> yeah, and the best currency, yes. if you ask me. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's gold standard of currency, I would say. Um, yeah, so Daybreak. I am actually going to check it out. because it, it sounds like terrible television, and I'll definitely... And a lot of effort put into that terrible television. How many episodes? Ten. 
that's okay. If you said 24, I probably wouldn't have watched I'm it. I'm nine deep. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, Are you, you know, I'm giving out about it, but may, uh, it's me actually getting angry at it. But yeah. I'm like, what, what are you going to do in the next episode? Yeah. It's going to anger me. I I've, need to see it. I finally finished New Girl as well. I've been watching yeah. that for ages. Um, all the characters are great in it, but the writing doesn't hold up sometimes. Mm. But I'm so invested because I've watched seven seasons of it that I was like, I just want to see how it all ends. And that, Jake Johnson, that was his coming out party, really. Jake Johnson is great. Um, um, Max Greenfield he's Schmidt in it he's amazing he is fantastic I don't know the guy who plays Winston's name he's hilarious he's, he's in, very good as well he is in is um, that cop out no game night game night there Jake is, Johnson and one of the other guys the other though, guy one of the Waynes the Waynes brother guy yeah he's he's in cop oh, out isn't he's he? in cop out yeah. yeah excuse me they're good together they are very good together and that's the whole reason they got move. They did movies together. No, it's not cop out. It's let's be cops. Let's be cops. Let's be That's cops. That's a cop out. Is that terrible Kevin Smith movie? Yes. Yeah. I've watched Let's Be Cops. Yeah, me too. It's an okay movie. You know what? I seen it in cinema and really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it at home and I was like, I, I guess it's not a good movie. But I, I still. I quite like Jake Johnson in it. Jake Johnson. I like. I always forget his name. You know the the cop, the big dude. Oh, Rob Riggle. Yes. Yeah. Rob Riggle. He's That's cool. It. He's, he's really good. He's an ex marine. Is he? Yeah. Oh, we've had this conversation. We actually. have. Yeah. yeah. Him and Adam Driver are both ex-Marines. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he's cool. He's a cool guy. He also like there's some. <laughs> he's on Conan at one stage, and Conan was like, "Are you so? Because you're a Marine, like, were you always prepared for like situations to go this, off?" This Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle, okay. yeah. And Rob Riggle was like, "Oh yeah, like if there was a shooter in here, I'd be going that way." And Conan's like, "You realize that's behind me?" He's like, "Oh, I realize you're like a pretty good <laughs> like. Yeah. If there's a shooter here, they're going for you. So Actually, I'm going behind. If someone doesn't know who Rob Riggle is, yeah. Twenty One Jump Street." He's the coach. He's the coach in it. Or in The Hangover, he's the tall cop. Yeah. Just the tasing. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Huh. He's in a lot of stuff. He is. He, he just kind of shows up. He shows up. Dumb and Dumber 2, he's in as well. He is, yeah. He's the hitman. Yeah. He's super memorable, but you wouldn't know his name necessarily. No, yeah. It's I like, always get a mix up with Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Hey, Peter. Hey, Peter. Great voice. Yeah, he does. Patrick Warburton's great. Um, yeah, also, we don't have a review ready for this. We're going to be doing a Martin Scorsese episode next week, hopefully. Yes, because the Irishman. Yes, I have, I have an hour, 42 minutes and 19 seconds left with the Irishman. I tried to get through it all. I couldn't. It's three hours long. Three and a half hours long. Three hours, 29, 29 minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm an hour, 42 minutes and 19 seconds left. So <laughs> Live um, update. Live update. Yeah, we're going to be checking in, seeing, <laughs> yeah. seeing how people are getting through that. It's good. So far, it's good. I'm really enjoying it. It's all I've read. Yeah. So, high praise. That's the only review I can give. Will we move on to trailers? Let's do it. Let's do it. What would you like to do first? We're going to do a quick one because we're just going to shit all over it. And it's the Walking Dead trailer. Oh my God. The Walking Dead, A New World. What uh, is it? World Beyond. World Beyond. That's world it. World Beyond. It looks like the worst teen heartthrob movie YA the young adults yeah yeah uh, just listen to the music uh, there's teenagers killing zombies yeah. while there's this empowering happy music in yeah. the background that that guitar the build up it's so lame yeah it really is it, um, it sounds like the music when the love interest is running to the girl you <laughs> yeah. know when he's running down the road or guy now or guy or guy come on you're watching Daybreak you of gotta course, of course yeah. I'm woke now yeah woke. you're woke gotta keep a PC yeah you know when he's running and it's this uplifting music yeah. where it's like oh he he now, he now figured out that he yeah. actually loves her he's gonna da, da, do da, da, it da, 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 da. he's gonna make it and they're killing zombies yeah it's it's it, the tonally doesn't match up I'm 
I don't understand why they're kicking off another Walking Dead franchise when the franchise is dying. Yeah, and it's dying it dead, and it just keeps going. It's it like just a, keeps going. It's it, it it's funny. The Walking Dead, pretty apt name for the franchise, you know. Mm-hmm. Literally um, is yeah. Yeah, it's and fear of the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Is I think it's renewed for six seasons. I can't believe that's still going. I can't believe it's on six seasons. I can't believe it exists. You know, after I'd say two or three seasons, yeah. I just thought it died. It, it's gone. Mm-hmm. But no. It's still chugging away in the background. I, 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 the whole, the series as a whole, all of it is just baffling completely to me. But this is the thing. It's, mm-hmm. If you look at the ratings, it's plummeting and yet it's still one of the highest rated shows on AMC. It's crazy. Yeah. So it like it's literally half the ratings. It's I think it's even below mm-hmm. half the ratings from like say the the peak time would have been like third to fourth season. Yeah, it's it's less than half of that, and it's still one of the top shows in AMC. Which can you imagine then how massive that was for AMC in its third to fourth yeah, season? In its heyday, it's like oh the second place is mm-hmm. whatever it was at the time, and then fucking The Walking yeah. Dead is a million leagues above. Although I suppose like. That kind of makes more sense why AMC is like holding on to it as much as possible, you know? And then they're talking about movies. They're going to make movies with Rick. I can't think of anything worse. I know. I don't want to watch any more Walking Dead. I don't. I've the comics over. And you're a big fan of the comics. I love the comics. You've read all of them now, haven't you? Read them all now that it's finished. The comic is over. Loved how it ended. Loved everything about the comic. And the show is just a disappointment. And I started with the show. And then I read the comics. Right. So I did the same, except I only read like two volumes. Now I thought yeah. the comics were brilliant. Yeah, uh, they are. They are. Having finished them, like it's amazing. And when we were looking up this trailer, I saw a clip, and it had one of the comics characters' name in it that I really liked. And I, I was doing this, I was like, "Oh, I wonder what they're doing with him in the show." And I looked at it, and I was like, "Oh, okay, they've ruined him. Great." Well, you explained exactly what's great about him. Yeah, I, what, and then, <laughs> and then I, literally, I, the video just described him. Completely opposite to what yeah, you felt. Complete, completely opposite to the character I knew or what I liked about him. The only thing they share is the name. So I was like, well, I, I just, I don't see the appeal of watching yeah. this show. Um, It's just, yeah, it's just shit. Like Robert Kirkman initially had this great idea where he was like, I'm going to do in the show what I wish I'd done in the comics. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. And then the show being successful got in the way of that. Right. I, I w- it blew my mind to yeah. find out that Daryl isn't in the comic book. Exactly. Well, probably my favourite character. Yeah. Now he has to be because half the other characters are gone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like... R- People keep leaving and coming back which is pissing me off as well. Yeah. Like Lauren Cohen who plays yeah. Maggie, Maggie is yeah. like, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm sick of this. And then she's gone for a season. Now, I am not even watching it. I'm just no. reading all these articles. It's like, oh, Maggie's back in the next season. Yeah. And then Daryl... Um, Normus Reedus Norman Reedus Norman Reedus Yeah Norman Reedus I, I keep reading about how he's negotiating these bigger and bigger deals because Rick's gone now Oh yeah And then when Rick left they're like oh but he's going to come back and do his own movies I'm like what is going on I just don't care Is the, Carol has she left or come back I, I wouldn't be surprised I don't care I don't care about Carol yeah. I really don't Michonne was one of my favourite characters Apparent, uh, appar- the end of me watching it Apparently the mid-season finale now is setting up Michonne's exit from the show so, so now she's exiting so she's, and she's a big star now after Black yeah, Panther yeah she is Um, what's her name I do not know Denai Guerrera is that her there name there we go yeah I got it I got it I was like Lupita Nyong'o no Daisy no. Ridley no <laughs> Denai Guerrera meet in the middle <laughs> that's where my head was at nice. that was where I went to I went to two extremes I was yeah. like no no uh, there it is there yeah. it is that's where my brain is at Um, 
Yeah. It so looks awful, though. It looks really awful. Does. It does. Will we do The Call of the Wild? Yeah. That was fun. Harrison Ford and a attempt at a dog. It looks kind of like a dog if you squint. It's Scooby-Doo. It's definitely meant to be a dog. It's meant to be a dog. <laughs> now, we, we covered cats Yeah. Um, last week, and we were saying how it's really weird how it's an amalgamation of a human being uh, and a cat. And yeah. it just looks like a man and a lady cat uh, yeah. procreated. Mm-hmm. This looks like they want... Like, Harrison Ford and this dog have instant sexual tension. It's true. I think so. It scares me. And he's like, he's talking to it like it's, like he's like, let's go where no one else has gone before. And it's like, oof. Is he talking about bestiality? Harrison, are you going to fuck this dog? I think he's talking about bro, bestiality. You, bro, you going to fuck this dog? Because I'd watch that. <laughs> the worst part is like, it's a CGI dog. Come it's on, a like, CGI dog, and it looks terrible. Like, why is he CGI? Have you ever watched Beethoven? Yeah, those movies. Yeah, they're real dogs. They're real dogs. You, like, you can do all the goofy shit that this dog does, and still make it a real dog. I get that a dog's purpose nearly drowned a dog, and so everyone's a bit hesitant to use yes. them now. Have you ever heard about that that TV show Look? I think it's called. No. The horse racing. Oh, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had to like put down. Every like so All many horses, horses died. I think mid season two they had to just cancel the whole thing. What was the actor? Um, oh, Tobey Maguire. No, 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 no. That that's the Secretariat. Isn't oh yeah, it? that's it. Um, fuck. There's a big actor. Big actor. Uh, meet the fuckers. Lead ben guy. Stiller. Ben Stiller. No, his father. Oh, uh, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin yeah. Hoffman was in it, and horses died left, right, and center, and they were like, "Fuck, we we just mm. gotta stop." Two seasons in, mid. Yeah. I think second season they were like people are dying still I wish they killed dogs rather than yeah. <laughs> okay that that was bad <laughs> but people gotta see the CGI it's so bad when this dog by the way when this dog dies in this movie I probably would still cry even if it Do was you think the dog dies though of course and, yeah I, ah come on he yeah. doesn't they, they have sex at the end sorry you know what I'm, I, when I say dog I mean Harrison Ford oh okay yeah. okay I get that yeah I get that uh, no, what bas- is Harrison Ford doing? Han Solo is now with Scooby Doo. I love the way Harrison Ford. He's like, I don't want to be in. I won't be in any more Star Wars films. <laughs> I want to make Call of the Wild. I want to make a rom com with a dog. I want to make Call of the Wild. This is Lady and the Tramp. Yeah, exactly. How's that doing on Disney Plus? By the way, I don't know. Like, well, in what way do you mean? Like critically? I don't know. Is it doing? Like, I don't know about the streaming numbers. I mean, I'll, I'll bring them tomorrow. Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> I would like to know what I was doing, except we don't have Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yet we're watching The Mandalorian. How's that happening? Oh, luck, I guess. This trailer is so, so bad. There are just some scenes where I'm like, I get it. When the dog is fighting the bear, the dog has to be CGI. Do you know what the... Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah go ahead. But like, when the dog is just sitting next to him and they're staring at the moon, I don't see why... Can, this shot, why can't it be a real dog? I know. And why does a tiger in Life of Pi look better than this dog? Mm -hmm. Also, what were you going to say? Sorry. Well, first of all, I was going to say that it looks like there's a dog that beats the shit out of a bear. Yeah. Because it looks like it's just one-on-one, a dog and a bear. Yeah. And I don't think the dog dies. (laughs) But what I was going to say is, Mm -hmm. do you think that they had to commit to this? So what they did is, they were going, they they probably thought, right, we'll make, we'll do the scenes with a real dog. Mm -hmm. And then they realized, okay, pre-viz, we're gonna have to do like the dog's not gonna actually fight a real bear even though I would so watch that movie me too oh in this movie a real dog fights a real bear <laughs> and they had to kill like so many dogs until one dog won the fight that's what I wanna see 
yeah. I want to see the BTS footage of that. Fuck yeah. Uh, all these all these cameramen just bawling their eyes out as another dog goes in. And they've got a kennel of like 20 dogs and every dog's watching the other dog going. <laughs> it's like in uh, it's like in Boogie Nights where uh, you what's his, Philip Seymour Hoffman is the boom mic guy. Never watched he, this movie. Oh, have you not? Oh, does he? He's gay and he, he like he's in love with Mark Wahlberg's character and whenever he's watching him do the sex scene he's like oh, oh, and it looks like Amazing. he's in tears and he's like aroused at the same time or whatever. I love it. Um, but yeah, I absolutely it's, love it. It's like whenever like the dog runs in, like all the boom micers are crying. It's like, <laughs> why are we doing this? Why am I part of this movie? I think it would be easier to watch twenty dogs die by the hands of a bear than looking at this travesty. Wow. Do you think what it's happened a strong was... strong opinion. I wonder what Peter would think of that. <laughs> I'll call them tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. After, di- I After Disney. After Disney Plus, yeah. Um, do you, I just think they had to commit to it. What happened was they were like, right, this looks funky. Yeah. We did a CGI, fully CGI dog. Wouldn't it look really weird if we go from that fully CGI dog to a real dog? Or did they think all the other animals are going to be CGI, so we kind of we kind of have to do the dog a CGI. Or it won't sit well in yeah. the movie. But it none does of this, not sit well. None of this sits well. I know. Wouldn't it be horrible to find out that there's actually a real dog there and he painted over it? Yeah. Which I wouldn't be 100% surprised if that's what happened. You know what he looks like? He looks like a creature from Fantastic Beasts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he really does. And like... You are, you, are we talking about Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford or? still, yeah, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, but, and you can kind of... Like when it's a fantasy creature, if it looks a bit goofy, you're kind of like, well, it is a fantasy creature. I already know it's not real yeah, in my head. Yeah, but when it's a fucking dog, you're like, that's a, yeah. it's meant to be a dog. I know what a dog looks like. That doesn't look I like know. a dog. That looks like Harrison Ford. Dogs like Harrison Ford, yeah. Yeah, yeah. everyone should just watch this trailer because yeah. I know you're probably thinking it can't be that bad. Just look. It looks just watch. so, so bad. I'd yeah. love to know. Do you know what? Um, what's James Gunn's brother? Sean. Sean Gunn. Gunn played the dog. Played the dog, yeah. Played the dog. Yeah. Raccoon claws. Yep. Yeah. He's in He's in a green suit right now playing the dog. <laughs> oh, what's that, Harrison? Do you want me to lick where? Okay. I like peanut butter. Wherever you put it. Yeah. Wink, wink. Sean, you don't have to be this method. <laughs> I want to lick his balls. I want to lick his balls. I want to lick. stop me. I want to lick Han Solo's balls. With a little nibble. <laughs> Oh my god, oh, we did not. Alrighty then. Moving right along. We'll move on. We're going to move on and we're going to briefly talk about a trailer we've written on our list to talk about for the last three weeks. Code 8. How many minutes? Code 8. We we're at? 50 minutes in. 50 minutes. We'll make okay. this fast. We'll make it quick. Um, Code 8 is a passion project between the Amel cousins, yes. Stephen Amel and. And Stephen. Oh, did you start I with Stephen? Sorry. With I Stephen am listening and, to you, I swear. Robbie Amel. Robbie. Stephen Amel. Ste- yeah. Stephen and Robbie Amel. And it's like this... The most fuckable Amels you can imagine. Basically. Very yeah. handsome dudes. Very handsome dudes. Very Canadian. If you want to know what they look like, Stephen Amell is Green Arrow in Arrow. Yes, and, and he's also in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He is. Casey. He's Casey. I think that was his biggest role. Yeah, probably. Actually, this is kind of significant. They're not huge stars, which makes yeah. this more likable as yeah, well. Yeah, totally. And actually, like as much as I don't like Arrow or any of the CW stuff... I like Stephen Amell. He seems like a cool guy. Yeah, like when he's doing the American Ninja Warrior course, and he's just talking, and he's talking about like people are always like, "You can't do the Jacob's Ladder." Like that's clearly not you doing it. He's like, "I fucking can do it." Like I love that whole thing. And at the end, where he's like, 
this was great fun guys yeah and I, I, I gotta finish now yeah. you know when he's just hanging there and he's kind of like this has been fun yeah but this is as far as I go yeah yeah and he just drops yeah it's it's good and Robbie Amell is from The Babysitter from The Babysitter the guy that won't put on a shirt won't put on a shirt yeah and he's also in Arrow and The Flash yeah he plays Firestorm for yes. like one season yeah and then kind of in and out he comes he, back supposedly they have no scene together or at least no dialogue Really? Yeah, the two cousins. Oh, and this was the thing, is he said yeah. he wanted to make something together. Yeah. But I, I think it's very significant. We'll, we'll give you the backstory, but mm-hmm. I like that they're not big stars. And that that's why it makes it more independent. Like, yeah. If, so they made their own movie, essentially. Mm-hmm. Crowdfunded. Yeah, exactly. And if it, if it was Robert Downey Jr., he'd be like, well, 10 million of my residual check can go to this movie. They can't do that. They, well, Robert Downey Jr. is busy setting up a firm to help create AI. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about it? He's literally Tony yeah. Stark. Yeah, he is. He's, he's turning into Tony Stark. Stark. But before we go on, yeah. we'll talk about that for ages. Yeah, we will. Um, Code A, so it's made by the two cousins. And mm-hmm. what they did is they made a short film that's on YouTube that you can see called Code A. Yeah. It's a 10 minute long short movie. Yeah. It's actually, it's pretty decent. It is. I watched it. And the whole thing was, it's a proof of concept. Yeah. And then they went on Indiegogo. Mm-hmm. And looked for $200,000 to make it. So they made their proof of concept, which has five, I read it, wrote it down 5.2 million views now. Cool. The short movie, cool. 10 minutes short movie. And then they went, to, yeah, they made a GoFundMe page and uh, they asked for 200000 and made over 2 million. Yeah. Which I love that. Yeah, me I love too. that. And if you look at the packages that you could buy, I'm actually I regret that I didn't buy one or two yeah, of them. Yeah, I remember you saying. Because I think for $40. Which for us is like 35 euro. Yeah. You get like this massive digital package where they'll send you the movie when it's ready. Mm-hmm. They'll send you a digital poster and they'll send you the script for the short movie and the movie itself. I love that. Yeah. You know, I actually wish I had invested in it <laughs> just to be a part of it. Totally. And you know what? Like the short movie won't knock your socks off, but it's not bad either. Yeah. And I just respect what they did. Two actors, mm-hmm. mid-level actors. Yeah. Not not massive millionaires. I no. don't think they're walking around in big mansions. No. I mean, they're not doing bad. No, you know? they're not doing... Well, definitely not Stephen Amell. No. On his eighth season of Arrow. Yeah. So I say now he's making some bread. And when every season is the final season, you know? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that show will never end. I think it's ending though. Is it? I think, yeah. Is it finally the ending? Eight, eight. They cut the episode count in half as well. So they're definitely wow. pushing for... I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up. In other series, yeah. but I, I, I actually we, we've been talking about this before. I might actually watch Crisis on Infinite Earths. Me too. They released yeah. the Brandon Ralph as uh, Superman. Have you seen what he looks like? Looks great. He looks re- love it with the gray, with the gray, gray, the salt and pepper hair. And like, if anyone doesn't know who he is, you've seen him, Superman. You have Superman Returns. Superman Returns. Yeah, yeah. it's it's very cool. Directed by a pedophile. Directed by. Sorry, that was a blanket statement. <laughs> alleged, alleged, alleged pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Brian Singer. Brian Singer. Um, yeah, no, I think it's really cool. The mm-hmm. Stephen Amell and Robbie Amell did this. And yeah. if you actually watch the videos where they talk about the movie and they ask people to give them money, essentially, mm-hmm. they're so charismatic. And yeah. especially Robbie Amell, because he's the guy you see least. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not that big, famous actor. And he's really good on camera. Yeah. And he's extremely handsome, which obviously helps things. So, totally. He's a very likable dude. You know, when you see a guy and he's like, He's really charismatic. He's really good looking. But then he seems like a really nice, genuine guy. You're like, oh, cool. It's weird how like 
sometimes you see actors like that and you're like, I wonder why you're not a bigger star. Mm. You know? Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about Robbie. Stephen Amell, I understand more. Yeah. His arrow, arrow is what he's famous for and he's kind of been pigeonholed into that, basically. Yeah, def- eight years. Eight years, yeah. And he was supposed to be in the original short movie that he did, the 10-minute movie. And he just ended up doing a voice, right? Yeah, he does a voice of, like, a drone. Yeah. But it's only because... He was busy doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Arrow. So he literally had... He, I, I think in the interview he said there was 18 months mm-hmm. where he could not fit anything in. So he just could not be in a short movie. 18 months of just... Because he, he do 23 episodes mm-hmm. per season of Arrow. And then he doesn't even do 23 episodes. He does 23 episodes of Arrow and then does two or three crossover episodes... On the Flash. Every year. Yeah. And then they do their big crossover one where it's Supergirl and Legends yeah. of Tomorrow and the Flash and all that. And then, of course, he's doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. With yeah. press junkets and all. Whew. It's a lot. But anyway, I just think it's really cool. And I 100% support this. And you know what? Even if it's not a great movie, I just love um, how ambitious they were. And totally. that they tried something. And if you watch the short... Um, short movie and the trailer it looks good the trailer's pretty cool I hadn't heard about it before and Ian just showed me the trailer and I was like I actually I would go see that that looks pretty cool and the the effects that they've managed to do um, despite it being low budget talk looks, about stretching yeah, budget like we were only talking about that one uh, Charlie's, Charlie's Angels, Angels yeah 48 yeah. million we're like where the fuck did they get that from like, yeah I know and they had the same thing yeah you're watching this and they're like where they they went minimalist with it and it actually looks really good it looks really good yeah um, so we'll move on to news. Yes. Those are all finally we got to talk about Code 8. We've been dying to do that. So to get right into news, 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 um, we might do, I think we should probably do them in chunks. So we'll do Star Wars, then DC, Sounds and then great. extras. Extras, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, Miscellaneous. The hangalongs, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in Star Wars, lose, uh, Star Wars news, the director of the third episode of The Mandalorian, Deborah Cho, the best episode so far, is the series director or the only director named so far on the Obi-Wan Kenobi yeah, second, movie. Second one that you said. Yeah. yeah. So far, I can't find out if she's directing all episodes or okay. not. But either way, she's definitely doing the pilot. Awesome. The most important episode. Yeah, yeah, totally. And like I said, she directed the best episode of The Mandalorian. And she has another episode coming up cool. down the line, cool. around five or six, I think, fifth or sixth episode. Okay. But yeah, anyone who's I'm watched excited. The Mandalorian Episode 3 mm-hmm. should be excited for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Those, those first three could be a movie in themselves. I understand why they're played back to back, you know? Yep. Like, Big time. They're really, really good. It wouldn't even be a, sh- a long movie when you think no, about it. No, it wouldn't. What's it, 40 minutes, 30 yeah. minutes, and then the other one's around 35, I think? Yeah, I think they're. I think that what they're going to do is, like in The Clone Wars, they're going to do arcs. So like, this is the first arc, and then the next three episodes will be another arc, and then maybe the... Th- how many episodes is it? Eight. Eight yeah, so the last two will be a fi- finale. You it know, might be longer. I wonder if the last episode is an hour long. No, oh, that would be nice. Mm. That would be nice. Um, but here, Deborah Chow. Yeah. Jesus. Coming out of nowhere. Yeah. And already, I'm excited about other projects that she's doing. It's great to know that she's directing this now because we literally were so lit up. Anyone who's listened to the yeah. last episode, we're like, episode three is fucking great. It's so good. As I said, I was like, holy shit, we got a show. Yeah, we do. I was like, we got really a happy show on it. our hands. Yeah. Ooh, baby, we got a show on our hands. Oh, we got a show. And yes, so it's in good hands. It is in good hands. But speaking of something that we thought was in good hands, but isn't, John Boyega... F- John Boyega. John oh. Boyega, mo- whilst moving apartments, left his Rise of Skywalker script under his bed and it was sold on eBay for £60. It was going to be sold. Oh. Disney was, 
Well, I'll give you a little bit of background. Yeah. So Disney were so strict with the script that mm-hmm. they, well, with their scripts that they didn't even want to hand them out, just as Marvel do as well. Totally. And they made, I didn't even know this exists, but I guess it makes sense. The scripts were made on uncopyable paper. Oh. Now, I wonder if you can even not take a photograph of it. Surely you couldn't then. I, like, But I don't know how that would work. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I it's, don't know. It's not technology I'm familiar with. No, not at all. <laughs> I feel like these are high-tech pieces of paper. I wonder what you know, else... It's what, like an iPad per page. <laughs> I wonder what other pieces of technology Disney are sitting on. Oh, yeah. You know, that they yeah, have. Yeah. We already know cryogenics. Oh, That's can, the famous one. We can cure one. many diseases. Yeah, yeah we can. We <laughs> have to. We're waiting for our time. Mickey's Mickey is diseased. Yeah. If Bob Iger gets, like, really sick and then he's cured... He's like, cured no, again. He had AIDS. I'm yeah. pretty sure he had... <laughs> pretty sure he had something, like, really bad. And yeah, super like, No, he's fine. Yeah, he seems fine. I see yeah. him jogging. Yeah. <laughs> that's the sign of someone getting better I saw him jogging I seen him jogging yeah that means like he must be doing fine yeah no Rise of Skywalker's script is leaked yeah and th- th- this is what I was going to say about it being made on cop- uncopyable paper yeah so like an exec or someone who works for Disney mm-hmm. seen on eBay uh, the Rise of Skywalker script mm-hmm. and they were like that looks really familiar oh fuck that looks genuine and I assume because I've never seen uncopyable paper mm-hmm. but I'm I assume it doesn't look like normal paper. Yeah, probably not. So they were like, that looks genuine. Let's, yeah. let's investigate this. And then it turns out that some cleaner mm-hmm. had put it up for like 60 pounds on what the internet. What Obviously not even knowing that it was genuine. How close were people to just ruining... The Rise of Skywalker probably cost 250 to 300 million mm-hmm. production alone. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. At least half a billion when you include marketing. I've seen... Apparently and, the whole script's online. Is it? Apparently it's there. Yeah, I I nearly read an article about the last it ten minutes so of the movie. Copyable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, oh, actually, I I did read something that's apparently a spoiler. Oh, don't yeah, tell me. I'm not gonna tell you. Yeah, I was like, did I spoil anything for myself? And I'm like, no, I was good. Oh no, wait, I wasn't that good. Okay. So. Um, well, yeah, the story is though that John Boyega left it under his bed. Yeah. And then ended up moving apartment and forgot to take it with him. Shit. So someone who was cleaning the apartment found it. Yeah. He said, the way he put it, he, he's a pretty cool guy. And he, he is. Was, he was just like, oh, my mates came over and then we start partying. And yeah, yeah. I love how like, what, he just woke up out of bed and his mates come over and he's like, okay, we're doing drugs. I could, we're I could, chilling, man. I could totally see myself doing that though at of the same course. time, you know? Oh man, if I had success, I wouldn't be a good person. Me neither. I've said this to my girlfriend. I'm yeah. like, yeah, uh, maybe Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> a bit of a stretch, but I'd be like, man, if I was put in that situation where I felt very powerful, I had a lot of money, and chicks liked me, I'd be like, Ooh. oh fuck. All right, see, everyone. I'm so, I'm so the opposite of that. Yeah. That I could see how that would go to my head. I'd be like, what am I gonna do next? Yeah. You know? So now you know if we get successful and Ian stops appearing on the podcast, oh, you beautiful. know exactly what happened. Me too. Me too. Yeah, me, me too. too. Me too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I but got th- some splaining to do. <laughs> but thankfully, this kind of script leak has kind of been, like, they've been bombarding, like, Star Wars headlines every day. It's mm-hmm. like, this is this, this is this, and this. Uh, I've read negative and positive ones. I've heard... <coughs> I've heard wow, the- I never heard that. I know, yeah. Me neither. That's Vader. Vader comes Vader. back. Get it? No, no, not Vader. <laughs> and he's asthmatic. Not Vader. General Grievous, you know, he had yeah, the cough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, for all you prequel fans like me. I I understand that reference. Yeah, thank you. Because he's the only robot I've ever seen to have a cough. Yeah. <coughs> oh, actually, I'm sure Michael Bay has that in one of the movies. 
Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm yeah. just. I could probably, uh, if you give me enough time, I'll think mm-hmm. of who it is. Um, mud flaps and the other racist one are the only one I can <laughs> yeah. think of at the moment. Um, skid marks and mud flaps. I think that's their name. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So like, they've just bombarding like news and headlines. Like, definitely gonna be the name of my kids. Mud flaps and skid. <laughs> Hey, skid mark. Mark. Say skid mark mud flap. They're yeah, not a dog. Well, it's going to be that or shit face Cullen. <laughs> shit face Cullen or skid mark Cullen. And I'm going to give them a Mike Tyson tattoo when they're when they're young. Nice. And then nice. they grow and it stretches out. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. One on one side and the other one has it on the other yeah. side. And then when they come together, they make a Megazord. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry, what were you saying about I don't Star know. Wars? You're so, trying to make a legit point and I I'm, just shit I, all over it. It's just, you haven't shit all over it. You made an excellent joke about skid marks, mud flaps, and <laughs> your kids being a Megazord. Your future babies. Your future babies. Um, no, but it's just the market is being saturated with Star Wars news at the moment. Everywhere. Like positive, negative. Like for every po- positive review, I see a negative one or like something. Like I read an article saying that there have been walkouts from early Star Wars screenings. Yep, you were telling me that earlier on. Yeah. Um, apparently people are just not happy they're leaving in like the last 30 minutes or whatever that it's been cut down it was now it was 2 hours 40 right it was 2 hours and 35 minutes yeah. and this was J.J. Abrams saying it himself yeah and now like 2 months later he's yeah. like it's 2 hours and 21 minutes yeah everyone has to remember this is supposed to be the end of the Skywalker saga yeah so usually I'd be like oh oh he's tightening it up mm-hmm. I, I want 2 hours and 35 minutes me too because it seems like there's a lot well, to tie up. Well, I think I want two hours yeah, and 35 know. minutes. You know? Hopefully I'm not watching this going, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. How long is this? Yeah. Am um, I watching The Irishman? Or like- <laughs> hour 42.19 left. <laughs> hour 42.19. Um, yeah, but then there's other news. Like apparently Palpatine was always going to come back. He was always the plan for the ending. Seen that. I don't know how much of that is bullshit with JJ. No, always the plan. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he lied. Never forget that he lied about Benedict Cumberbatch being con. Someone flat out asked him, is he con? He was like, no. But you know what? I like that he lied. Yeah, me too. Loads of people don't like that. No, They're I'm... like, you can't lie to the fans. I'm like... Yes, you can. It was so fun. And I did... I went into that movie not knowing he was can. Yeah, me too. Because he had lied about it. Mm-hmm. And I seen it the night it came out. Mm-hmm. And when it was revealed, there was a gasp in the audience. Yeah. And I was like, that's great. Yeah. Where some I've read film journalists who really dislike when a director flat out lies. So... But if you answer it like a politician and you're like, well, I'm not, uh, what's the thing they say? I'm nor, I'm not, um, I'm not confirming, confirming nor, deny, nor, nor denying. denying, you know, then he's confirming it. Pedro Pascal does it actually really well where, uh, that's uh, a confirmation though, isn't it? When it you is. say that. Yeah. It, it's basically a confirmation. Pedro Pascal, uh, was asked by a reporter about the Mandalorian related to Star Wars. She was like, um, are you secretly Boba Fett? He's like, oh man. And she's like, I know, I got to ask these questions if I'm not, or I'm not doing my job. And he's like, I'm not doing my job if I tell you either. That's a great answer. So I was like... Where Mark Ruffalo was like, what you want to know? What you want to know? I'll what tell you. Know? Here's I'll tell you anything. Here. here it is. I'll tell you jokes. I'll tell you not jokes. You know. <laughs> I love that, by the way, J.J. Abrams is a liar because he lied about Khan, but Mark Ruffalo making up how everything ends and everything is just seen as fun. You know? I know. I don't know. It's stupid, but double standards by fandoms. Um, know, yeah. But he also said that Ray's force powers are apparently not an accident. Like her being really good at the force and not only that, but the powers she has shown in the movies, like it, it, it's not as random as we have been led to believe. Like, there's a reason for it. Which is him. If I feel like it's the Suicide Squad, where he's like, the last Jedi kind of didn't happen. Yeah. 
but it might have. It might have. I happened. don't know. He like he again. It, it is tough. I suppose I understand why journalists don't like it when uh, when directors lie because they lose credibility then. So yeah. like when he turns around and he's like, "The Last Jedi didn't derail us that much." You know, we're we're still on track. I I don't know whether to believe him or not. But he cannot say. No, he, he did. can't. He just can't. No, he can't. yeah. That's true. That's the problem, though. He, he, like, there's certain things yeah. that people can't... Like, when Ben Affleck was asked about Batman versus Superman, yeah. he cannot say it's a bad movie. Yeah. Now, this is the director of Argo, mm-hmm. of the town. Yeah. Great movies. Of Live My Night. But, like, he, he's a great director. He's yeah. made some serious stuff. Yeah. Some really good quality stuff. Surely he does not like Batman versus Superman. I truly believe the script that he read and the movie that he thought they made was really good. At the t- while making it, while making it, I truly believe that he thought he made a good movie. Well, he got Chris Terrio on board yeah. to to rewrite it, and then mm-hmm. he has a co-writer um, credit, the same guy who wrote Argo. Yeah. So, so surely he was like, okay, I'm, I'm getting my hands on this. Yeah, he's like, he's like, this is good. I'm just going to touch it up and make it great. And then somewhere along the line, it didn't go right. The director, maybe? Mm. But I don't know. Um, Look, these are all speculation. Yeah. Honestly, this is what I find funny. 90% about podcasts or YouTube channels or anything that talk about movies and TV or whatever. It's all speculation. And opinions. An opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all we're doing. My English teacher used to say opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. And most of them stink. (laughs) Oh, I never heard that. He used to throw that in the end. I like that. I like that. Funny enough, he would always say that about my essays that I handed (laughs) up, which was, I thought was strange. (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't see the connection, you know. Now I do. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of all the Star Wars news. They're they're really saturating the market with it at the moment. But I do like how Buzz is at fever pitch. Yeah, that does feel good. It's building. It's yeah. building. After the Last Jedi, I like that it's building again. Yeah, yeah, me too. I um, feel like there's a lot of people who are like, I'm finished with that franchise because um, I've I've spoke to a lot of people. Now I know we shit on the Last Jedi a lot, mm-hmm. but a lot of people shit on the Last Jedi. Yeah. And I'm surrounded... I've talked to some, like, grown men who've grown up with Star Wars who are saying they're not going to see The Rise of Skywalker in the cinema. So strange. Yeah. Mm. Like, Because I, 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 I don't... I never think... I, maybe I'm just too much of a fan yeah. that even if I watch something that I hate, like mm-hmm. Tor 2, I'm always going to see Tor 3. Me too. Even if Taika Waititi wasn't involved, yeah. I want to see it. I need to see it. I need to see it. Yeah. I am... Um, I'm, I, again, huge Star Wars fan. Love it. I can justify not going to see Solo. I'm like, I don't, yeah. want, don't want to see that. Uh, a numbered, uh, numbered Star Wars movie in the Skywalker saga. You know, The canon, like the, ser- the, the, the proper The one, main, right? the yeah. meat and potatoes. Yes. You got to go see that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like not going to see, like you don't have to watch every Marvel movie, but you go and see the Avengers movie. Oh, big you know? time. Well, here with Solo even... I we're different as well. We yeah. do a movie podcast, mm-hmm. so I went to see Solo mainly because of the backstory of the directors getting fired. Yeah, like three quarters of the way through, mm-hmm. and then Ron Howard had to come in, and mm-hmm. there was big reshoots. There's uh, a part of me that just wants to see it because I'm like, oh, I wonder how they put this together. Yeah, you know, which is not everybody at all. You know, it's, no, it, it's it's uh, I'm the minority. Yeah, for the same I'm thinking that way. For the reason you saw it, I didn't go to see it. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, and I ended up watching it later. And now I have the Cineworld card, so... Yeah, that's true. You know... Shout I, out to Cineworld. Cineworld We'd card, love yeah. a sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
he's already paying you. You can give us some money if you want, you know? Yeah. It's not like cinemas Give are. me it for free. Or give it for him for free. <laughs> give me a re- refund. Yeah, we'll, we'll shout you out every time. We'll go see every movie. I swear, please, please, yeah. just be I'm our... Just, happily. Just be our sugar daddy. <laughs> yeah, our sugar daddy. <laughs> please. I like it. Um, um, yeah, so that's kind of all this Star Wars news. So we might move over to DC now. Yeah, we've got some juicy bits for there DC are, as well. There are. We kind of hinted at it earlier, but um, the R-rated... Yes. Yeah. Well, that was yeah. That's what I was hitting at earlier yeah. on because yeah. we were talking about how Joker made all the money. Yeah, in the world. And now Warner Brothers are like, oh, we're we, gonna everything's gonna be all rated now. Everything's <laughs> got to be all rated. Birds of Prey is a finished movie that they are now making R rated. That scares me. That's scary because I when I first read it, I was so the thing is Birds of Prey and the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Now it's not like one hundred percent confirmed, but DC are angling to make them R rated. Yeah. The Suicide Squad is mid-production mm-hmm. and it's James Gunn who's made some seriously R-rated material before totally. signing with Disney totally. and making the Guardians of the Galaxy. He's probably like, that's that that's fine to me. Like James Gunn doing an R-rated Suicide it's Squad movie. It's fine to Perfect. me. I'm, I'm, I've got a, a movie boner. Yeah, totally. I'm like, this is going to be excellent. He was like, he was probably writing the script and he's like, okay, and this character's head explodes and now he's like, Oh, we get to show this character's yeah, head exploding close up now. Of blood and brains. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna Love get. It. It's like King Shark can really be King Shark in this. Yes. He can tear some bitches up, you know. And I'm just hoping that this is re- being reported now. Mm-hmm. But James Gunn already had a bit of free reign yeah. because a lot of directors. Now I didn't know about this, and I think only I think it was the Wolverine maybe mm-hmm. where they would film scenes twice or sometimes like it might have done it on Logan as well where they'd kind of have an R-rated version of, of oh, a scene oh really yeah that's cool so I'm hoping that James Gunn had already made some stuff that they could easily cut out mm-hmm. but he could easily put in yeah because they were very aware that Joker because Joker would have been trending before it even went into production totally and, and supposedly film studios know well in advance mm-hmm. if a movie's going to do well now of course they can't predict that Joker's going to make a billion no but I'm sure they're like oh it's going to make over 500 million we can yeah. clearly tell because like they have a marketing team that's analysing Google searches yeah. Twitter trending yeah. uh, pre-sale tickets mm-hmm. how, how, how many YouTube videos are getting made of it how many podcasts are covering it like mm-hmm. there's people who are literally employed to track all this crazy so that's like I think it was Guy Ritchie that said in Joe Rogan's podcast that like oh they know mm. months in advance like if it's gonna do well or not. Cool. So, so hopefully, I'm hoping yeah that the DC were like here, Joker looks like it's gonna do really well. So you can you can beef your your sex scenes and your R-rated language yeah. up a bit if maybe, you want. Maybe that's why it took a bit to for Suicide Squad to start production. Maybe James Gunn was waiting for the okay to start doing some R-rated stuff. I goddamn hope so. Yeah. Whereas well, it's yeah. worrying for Birds of Prey. It is because I, I love the news. And yeah. of course, um, that character, Harley Quinn, Isn't... has some serious R-rated potential. Yeah. By the way, her TV show, the animated TV show starring Kaylee Cuoco is on like a 94%. And that's an R-rated animated TV show. And it's doing really well. Which sounds great. Yeah. I'd love to give it a, a gander. Yeah, I'd give it a gander. I, I, I wasn't that excited about me it. Me neither. I'm interested in the voice cast. Alan Tudyk is a Joker. I think he's a great pick. Really I really want to cool. see what he does with that role. I, I've said it before. Don't particularly care about Harley Quinn as a character, but I'm interested to see everyone else. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, as we were saying, it's kind of a bit worrying when a movie has been made and now it's R-rated. And now it's R-rated. It's like doing it for the sake of it. Yeah. I I, I still I'm totally for it. Mm-hmm. I just don't see how they're gonna 
retrospectively make it an R-rated movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's no sort of perfect way of doing it, I guess. Yeah, like how Weird. does that work? I don't know. Unless they it, also did what I was explaining for yeah. the Suicide Squad, but like they started filming months and months ago. Yeah. I w- how does it work? I would argue it probably doesn't work. Yeah. You know? So and I'm a bit, I'm a bit afraid. Me too. When it comes to that. But here, actually, we'll move on because there's more DC news. Yeah. This is bad news. That one was kind of meh neutral. Yeah. Great news for the Suicide Squad. A bit of a strange kind of approach for Birds of Prey. Yeah. But the Batman. Mm. We have been selling this movie. We really have. We've been putting in time. work. Warner Brothers, give us like premiere tickets. That'd be really nice. Fucking yeah, we deserve yeah, we it. Deserve we deserve it. Yeah, I want to. Can I please? Can we meet Colin Farrell? Can we just interview him? That'd be amazing. Oh, I'd love that. If we could get him on the show. I'd love that. If we could get him. I would swoon for the whole episode. It, tell me more, Colin. Tell me more, Colin. Tell me about Alexander the Great. You know what? You're more handsome in person. You're so much more handsome. And you look so young. Um, yeah, I just if we could get Colin Farrell to come to Ian Shed and do our <laughs> you mean stu- studio, Ian Studio, and do our stupid little podcast, even call in, and we'll be like, we just this it'd be amazing. We'd fawn over it him. would. We'd put up a Colin Farrell picture instead I'd of a Tom Cruise picture. Yeah, man, Whew. it'd be messy in here. It would be fucking sticky. It would it'd be, be a sticky podcast, a sticky icky podcast right there. Um, yeah, so uh, apparently this Batman movie, the plan is to do spin-offs. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Not a fan no. of the idea. And again, th- this is weird because Joker is having a fantastic ripple effect. But then, as we said, Warner Brothers are like this child that gets happy. He's like, oh, that worked. That yeah. worked. I'm going to do that now. It's too excitable. And now know? they're thinking, oh, well, other villains like the like the Penguin. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm all for Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Yeah. But I don't really want to see a penguin movie the penguin character in this batman movie was made to be in the batman movie the joker character is made to be in a joker film yes so it doesn't work if you want to take a character from this established franchise where they weren't written as this multi well i don't know i haven't seen the movie i yeah. suppose but they're taking it from the comic book lore yeah where todd phillips had free reign yeah and he took many liberties he did he took to as you have to do if you're making a, totally. a film centered around the Joker. Totally, I don't that, that jo- story. Yeah. It doesn't exist to start with. You exactly, know? Jo- and a Joker film wouldn't work if Batman was running around. No, it doesn't work, and that's why the sequel's a weird one. Yeah, exactly. Real- and as I keep saying, every time I try to do these acrobatics in my head of how the Joker sequel would work, I'm instantly making him an anti-hero yeah. without, without even trying. Yeah, because to me, a turf war is yeah. is the way to go. Totally. Like, someone like... Imagine Colin Farrell as, mm-hmm. as Penguin. Obviously, it wouldn't be Colin Farrell. But Penguin and Joker go head-to-head at a turf war. Instantly, you're like, well, I want Joker to win. He's now an anti-hero. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a famous... Well, it's more recent, but it's the war of jokes and riddles. And it's uh, it's the Joker and the Riddler. And what happens is uh, the Joker... Are they, are they against each other? Against each other. And the Joker isn't laughing anymore. He's not finding what he normally finds funny funny and it's like it's fucked him up basically and he just gets sadistic and the Riddler is he he basically tries to kill the Riddler and the Riddler survives and uh, goes after him basically so that's kind of a modern comic that they could do uh, which is but it's weird because he will be the anti-hero you know yeah but but, but the joy of that comic is Batman's caught in the middle and he can't keep right. up. He can't keep up because they're fighting each other and they're, it's the collateral damage, you know? Okay. So okay. 
I don't know if it would work for a movie. Like, this is the thing. I want more Joker. Also, don't want it. Because yeah. I don't think it'll work. I think we just need to trust in Todd Phillips. And whatever he decides... It's true. We'll did just run with it until we see Did you see those product. BTS photos of him on set and everything with... Which, in Joker? In Joker, yeah. I've seen many. I don't know ones that you might be alluding to. I've just seen many. I've seen, I love the one of them hugging. Me too. Yeah, th- that. that was the one I saw. It's just, it's just seeing him like talking to the actors and pointing stuff out and everything and him and him and Joaquin Phoenix and like really like talking to each other about stuff. The bromance is palpable. Like yeah. it's it's great. It's great to see. Yeah. Um well here, while we're on DC, Michael B. Jordan. Oh yeah, wants to be Superman. And he met with Warner Brothers supposedly to revamp for like a fresh take on Superman. Which is just weird because only last week we reported mm-hmm. that Henry Cavill said, Hey, the suit is still in the closet. Yeah. And I'm still Superman. And that I want JJ Abrams to do a Superman movie. Yes. I think Michael B. Jordan could possibly do a good Earth One Superman. Um if they wanted to go a different route with it. I think Henry Cavill has a lot more to say though. Yeah, me too. I, I really do. I I, I don't particularly want anyone else doing Superman and hey we got we got Aquaman yeah because I'm just saying after the remnants of Justice League yeah Justice League didn't work yeah lost loads of money on it we still got Aquaman we still mm-hmm. have Wonder Woman coming out the sequel yeah they're, they're Gal Gadot and um, Jason Momoa yeah so why not Henry Cavill totally I think you can do a really good Superman movie and you know why J.J. Abrams is rumoured why to direct it because he recently signed a massive deal with Warner Brothers, a uh, first look deal. I think uh, this is the one that's worth like half a billion. Cool. So that's why he's rumored to be um, looking to direct Superman. So it makes sense. <coughs> so maybe there is a little, a little bit of legitimacy. Hopefully, in the rumor, he could also do a good Green Lantern, I suppose. Having done Star Trek, moving right along. Yeah, Green Lantern is officially still in the works. It's still in the that, works. <laughs> that's about all I have that's to it. say. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, is there anything else we really want to talk about? We're kind of going. Yeah, I think... Oh, and The the Servant just got renewed for season two. Yeah, so remember last week when we were like, man, The Servant looks cool. I really hope it doesn't turn into a multiple season thing. We were shocked that it had 10 episodes. We're like, how's that going to work? 10 episodes of this? I don't think I could watch that for 10 episodes. And yet we love the look of it. Yeah, love the look of it. Toby Kebbell's great. Man, I hope it ends at the end of that season. Yeah, I hope it's a miniseries. Yeah, maybe it'll be anthology. That's what I'm hoping for. What can we say? Who knows? Um, And that's. I think that's a nice, sweet episode right there. Yeah, yeah. There's other stuff but we might cover that some other time yeah. I'll probably rant about some of the stuff here so we just don't have time for it you yeah, know? I'll probably talk myself into a hole again yeah yeah I'll probably make a sweeping statement about China it's just the way things go on this <laughs> show it's how we do how we do Hunk and Skunk quickly oh Hunk and Skunk well Skunk is gonna be the bestiality movie I mean sorry the the Call of the Wild. Yeah, yeah, where Harrison Ford fucks the dog. Yeah, it's and a dog, dog. And a dog fucks the dog. Ayo! Hey. Ayo! Get it? And the hunks, hunks, I say. The Amel dynasty. The Amels. The, the Amels. The sexy Steven Amels. And Robbie. Steve, Steve and Rob. Keep your shirts off, lads. Keep the shirts off, boys. <laughs> Keep Jacobing that ladder. And I can't wait to see Cody. Yeah, me too. Um, but that's it, guys. Please yep. like and subscribe. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, All, Twitter, yep. YouTube. Yeah, oh, yeah. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe. And tell a friend, a please, because we love doing this and we want to get more people listening. Yeah, tell a friend because that's it actually really helps. It makes a big difference. Yeah, it does. So thank you, guys, and we will see you next time. See you.